Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, my talkers, we are hanging out with Lori and Julia live down at the Minnesota State Fair on this hump day, Wednesday. We've had a fun few days, and we're ready for another one, so sit back and enjoy the show with Lori and Julia. Oh, Grant, it is hot out here. We are just oh, yeah. going to give people the 411. Yeah. The sun is shining here at the yes, Fair, and we... We, I said to uh, Hannah, I said, as soon as Julia gets here, she's going to say, I am. Oh, my God, I'm so hot. My feet are hot. I'm just so hot. Oh, I've, drunk, I've, drunk, I've had so much water. Oh, my God, the sun is going to be on us today. Oh, my God. All <laughs> of these things are true. <laughs> no. And they're all happening, and it's 10 degrees hotter than yesterday. We don't get a, you know, we either get windy, windy, or we get a nice nothing. still uh, heat. And uh, we wore jeans today, Julia. Well, I wasn't going to take out my Daisy Dukes. I, <laughs> I was going to save the fair for my Wendy Williams look. <laughs> we don't want to see that. No, I wish I had a skirt on, though. Yeah, I know. Today would be a skirt day. It's good and swassy out yeah, here. Yeah, it is. But uh, people are like... Uh, I just am envious of everyone I am who so called envious. in sick today. I am so envious Good of all call. of you people who just get to mosey around, grab a beer, have something to eat. And one of my looks fr- so fun. One of my, um, you know, dear friends from my travel days are here. Oh, only and yours. Yeah, you're well, you Deborah, you're too. only Lori's friend. She I was knew Lori's, her first. I knew her she first. Was she Lori's was my admin assistant. And she kept and me in line. One and only employee. Mm-hmm. Yes, but we were a great team. But I came up with a great idea one time at Carlson Companies when we had to give everyone a 1% raise. I mean, talk about feeling like a not a nice boss when you're managing to 1%. So I gave everybody their birthday, state fair, and a day off in December. Three free holidays yeah. that they got paid for. You're amazing. And then I, I said, that. if you guys rat me out, I'm probably going to get fired. Nobody did. Well, you only had one employee, Lori. Well, no, this was when, no, this was, uh, this was Cartan Tours. I had 15 oh. Oh. reservationists reporting to me. Oh. I was the supervisor. Oh, I thought that happened. Julia, I was a supervisor of 15 people. Mm-hmm. And I had 20 really easy people. No, I'm just saying that, but I, none of the 15, they all were that like, so nice. they felt good about that. You know, having I feel those two good days. About it. I feel good about anyone wanting to steal that idea from me. Oh, Lori, you know, go right ahead. <laughs> they now, they have that now. Companies have personal health days. People have state yeah. fair days. But, people like, have... give more because time sometimes is just as valuable as money. And people don't want to have to parse out their vacation days like they're little nuggets, you know. Give some time off. 
preach. I know. I All know. right, so Grant, last we spoke, you told us you were staying in last night because you were exhausted. And yeah. then 10 minutes later, I'm going to see Jim Gaffney at the Gaffney. Gaffney. Yes, yes. Uh, Rocco texted me before the end of the show and said he had found some oh. tickets, so I got to thank Rocco for that. He brought me a couple tickets and we went in. I didn't catch the beginning, which I heard the the beginning was really cool. I guess his son was out there and introduced yes. him, and I didn't get to see yes. that. But he had a really fun play. I caught the end of it. But you know how Jim Gaffigan is really good at taking you know like your average life type things and relating yes. them in a funny way. And you uh-huh. know what we all went through with COVID the last couple of years. Yeah, he had a really. I didn't get to hear the beginning of it. I wish I would have because I showed up a little bit late. But the the tail end of how he played COVID into how uh, everyday life was was really funny, and I hate to say that, but he did a great job of it. Yeah. Um, was How full was the grandstand? It was, I mean, about 9,000 people in there. I mean, it wow. was the, yeah, the, the main... The main base was definitely full. You got back in the you know the middle of the grandstand area yeah. was full. The outskirts not so much, but wow. it was it was a good time. And he you know he never disappoints. He 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 did uh, yeah he did a good job. And I don't want to tell any of the jokes because he him. yes I exactly think he's doing something and There's, this might be part of a show a yeah. special. So that's why I don't want to divulge too much because he will, oh. this will come out eventually on oh, some sort Grant, of. Grant, you're thinking of the people. He's thinking you're of the so people. thoughtful. Yeah. But it was good. It was it was good. And if people were down there, it was good clean fun. You know, I mean that's what yeah. Jim Gaffigan delivers. A, a lot of laughs and it's good and clean, you know. So are you staying in tonight or is yes. someone going to twist your arm when you get invited to Florida Georgia Line in the front row seats? I wanted to go to I would be at Florida Georgia Line, but I have mm-hmm. one of those annoying NFL uh, fantasy football drafts that nobody cares about. So oh. that's what I'm doing tonight. I'm actually that for sure staring tonight, home. The Florida Georgia Line, although it's going to be country cuties out here. Yes. Yeah, it's Everywhere. like the, wasn't it going to be some of their last appearances together? Yeah, some of their last appearances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so, so that'll be a fun. I heard them their sound check a little earlier. Oh, sure, they're good. They're I'm fun. Sure they they oh. won't disappoint and do it during our show. <laughs> they will. Four mm-hmm. o'clock. We'll hear what they're going to say. Do it. On cue. On cue. Yes, yes. So Brent, did, you did you did not tell me. Um, so Julie and I raced home last night. We were so exhausted from our Beach Boy dance experience. <laughs> Pitbull, you know, just being out here every day. And so we raced home. We were just so tired. And um, and But there were like two shows I wanted to watch. So I watched, Casey and I watched House of the Dragon, episode two. Oh, yeah. So good. Did not disappoint. Did not. Ryan, have you so seen good. it yet? Yes, yes. It, it started, it's, yes, it, I did, yes. And I like where yeah. they're going now. They're Same. Tightening it, they're, they tightened it up a little bit. Yeah, to the first I like, one. it was good. And then you did not tell me, I don't, I just said to Julia off the air, I, I'm so fond of my crime families on TV, the Sopranos. <laughs> Sons of Anarchy, that whole family, the Cody brothers on Animal Kingdom, and it was the penultimate episode mm-hmm. on Sunday night, and I cried buckets. Mm-hmm. I cried buckets. I I'm just <laughs> devastated to be leaving the. I mean, this has been such a great show and so underrated and underappreciated. Yeah, it was. If, if you ever saw the movie Animal Kingdom, the Australian movie, it's. All it is is just the bare bones is the same of that because that movie was difficult. Yeah, not a great movie. I've never seen it. No. Yeah, don't I bother. I just keep be- thinking the about Animal Kingdom at Walt Disney World. Yeah, no, the show. I saw that. The show is so so good, and Sean Penn's ex-wife is oh. is uh, the young Smurf. Yes, and she is vicious. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, they, wow. they, they one they of did the all-time great female. Um, Villains on par with the man as far as the viciousness. Oh, cool. you don't see that very often. Katie Seagal was that on Sons of Anarchy, mm-hmm. you know. So, 
Very fun. So it, thumbs up you, for that. Did you? So think, I was in bed by ten. Okay, I mean, but did you? Like, you saw the final. Then did you? Were you disappointed, or did you think it was a good wrap wait, up? Wait, 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 wait. The finale is next week. Ne- oh, excuse me, next week. Yes, yeah, yeah, so that next is yes, week. next week. So this was the penultimate. Yes. I always love when we can use that word. It's a good word. We learned it. I think Game of Thrones taught us that one. The I think you're right. The second to the last. I didn't. Episode. Yeah, I didn't catch that when you. I know now you said that. I didn't. The penultimate. That is the second. Okay, good enough. Second to the last. All right. I don't think it's as busy out here today as it has been on other days. Well, it's kids', it's days. kids day. It's kids' day. <laughs> so that keeps some people away. They're There's, like, oh my god, massive strollers and buggies. <laughs> There's something really cool going. Going on though at the education building, the University of Minnesota, they're doing um, kind of you can see how they look into a brain, oh. kind of 3D ish. Did you do something before you got to the I booth tried today? Oh to my get gosh. there, but I got stopped at the salted nut roll oh. place because I needed sugar because I know salt. we're going to need it through this afternoon program it's, it's right. going to be a warm one right. today tomorrow right. and friday You're, you guys were saying all week you were th- saying that we're not getting our 90 degrees day days down at the fair well thursday 89 friday 90 today 89 you might be friday getting your heat. will be the first 90 degree day since 2013 if and, that happens but that would be cool to see in case anyone wants to do yeah, something kind of cool yeah for all you future brain surgeons i just thought it looked cool mm-hmm. i mean i learned that on channel 5 news this morning <laughs> So, Julia, I'm glad you did some show prep today. I did, I did some show prep today. Via the television. I it was like you went to the booth. It was exactly like you that. You know, it can save you some time. It totally can. Yeah. All right, so when we come back, um, our story we can't get enough of, you'll know about. Yeah, you'll remember you, you'll where remember you were. You'll remember where you were. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to Donna from the Don and Steve yes. show. Um, she's she's 35. Go, Donna. Donna Valentine. Go, Donna. It's your birthday. She really does have one of the best radio names, Donna Valentine. She yeah. really does. Yeah. And that's her real name. Yeah, I know. I mean, how does that happen? Miracles. Miracles. Miracle of birth. Right. We're going to take a quick break. <laughs> and we'll be right back. Today, you guys, is the 25th anniversary of Princess Diana dying in a car crash in the Pont d'Alma tunnel in the early morning hours in uh, Paris and everyone that remembers it remembers where they were when they heard the news Mm -hmm. and I was at a girls weekend on the Crow Wing River (laughs) and um, my friend Kelly Carlson's mom came downstairs and she said oh girls I have something terrible to tell you Princess Diana died last night we're like what she was the best one you know, in the family, and the whole, like, she was the one, I was, I know you remember where you were. Where were you? Mill City District Music Festival, downtown Minneapolis. My little sister Catherine was in town, and, um, yeah, I saw it that night. I mean, like, for some reason I couldn't sleep, and I'm watching the news. But, right, because it happened in the early morning it did. hours. And it was yeah. on, CNN was starting 24 hours, mm-hmm. or had started it, but that Candle in the Wind version of Elton John's, um, Blowing in the wind. What was the name of the original song? I can't even think of it. Well, he just changed a yeah, couple of lyrics. But I can't even it. think. Okay, yeah. but that is the second best-selling single in history. After he only performed it in public one time at her funeral. Oh wow! And um, Bing Crosby's "White Good. Christmas" is the number one best-selling single. Wow! Because that's all we had back in the day, you oh. know. So that was. It was super sad, and so, so... So all the morning shows had people at Buckingham Palace and just weighing in, and there's been all kinds. I mean, Princess Diana has been in the news. I mean, People Magazine put her on the cover last week. That was always... Princess Diana is still 
People Magazine's best-selling cover. cover that they ever had, and she was on like 42 times. Right. She was the most covered. She was the on most the cover covered. Of People but, Magazine, but people bought the newsstand yes. issue if she was on the cover. Remember how obsessed we used to be with her, and I mean, it really was because something. Her story, like, I mean, who hasn't been? Had a man pretend to love you for all the wrong re? I mean, it kind of is a story that does I happen to people, you know. And she was young; she was nineteen, and he was thirty, and he was a prince, or he was even thirty-two. Yeah. So he really, um, she got loved bomb and royal love bombed, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I just think, and there was just something very, I don't know, kind and real about her, as opposed to the wooden. Decoys that make up the modern family, except for Queen Elizabeth. I think listening to all the reports about, you know, um, all the humanitarian efforts she did and everything, the one that still bothered, I can't stand it that her sons don't get along. I'm a mother of two boys. It drives me crazy that those two boys... Are so yeah. They're so far apart. They're it so far apart. Like, it drives me crazy. It's like the karmic retribution retribution of what happened with her and Charles. And there's a woman in the middle, you know. And Meghan Markle, we know that William and Harry initially fought over that. They yeah. fight about everything because Harry has had all the fun and the glory, and William. Prince Peggington, as I like to call him. But he's had to have all the responsibility. He has all the responsibility. So, I mean, she, I think, would have mended the fences, helped them do that somehow. I just, that's so... I I still, you know, I still think that there's something um, about her security that she did not have royal security and there's been conflicting reports and Harry's been trying to get to the bottom of this for like 25 years. Why wasn't she guarded by UK British royal protection, Mm -hmm. which is what Harry fights for every time he goes to England because let's face it, she's the mother of the king and the spare. She could be very kidnappable. I'm just saying, you know, uh, for whatever, people are terrible And so Harry has been trying to get to the bottom of did she reject it or did she not reject it? Did Dodi Fayad say something and then she had told somebody like five years before she died, you know, don't be surprised if I ever end up in a car accident. It'll be And then who has a drunk chauffeur? Chauffeur. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that wouldn't have passed if she had royal... So anyway, there's like... It's still a mystery. People are still... um, And it's so horrible because there was people that are taking pictures while she was dying. Oh, the paparazzi were following the car. They were so horrible to her. So anyway... Anyway, Anyway, do you want to listen to a little little bit? This is, I think, Maggie Ruley from GMA. Okay. Yeah, so many people remember exactly where they were, exactly what they were doing the moment they found out that Princess Diana... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. ...had died. Now, 25 years later, a quarter of a century, her memory still lives on. 25 years ago, Princess Diana's death shocked the world and rocked the British monarchy. She is remembered. Flowers and tributes at her former home, Kensington Palace, and at the Alma Bridge in Paris, the seat of her tragic death. Her brother, Charles Spencer, posting a poignant photo of the flag flying at half-mast over her ancestral home, Althorpe, where she is buried. Her sons, we are told, are marking the day privately with their families. Today is obviously a really difficult day for both brothers, and it is poignant that now they're not on good terms. They don't have each other to lean on in the same way that I'm sure they have done in previous years. Harry spoke last week about how he wanted to spend the day. I want it to be a day filled with memories of her incredible work and love for the way that she did it. I want it to be a day to share the spirit of my mum with my family, with my children who I wish could have met her. The princes talk about Granny Diana to their children. And both of her boys keep her spirit alive in the causes they champion and in how they do it. Harry literally walking in his mother's footsteps, continuing her anti-landmine work in Africa. William taking to the streets to sell magazines to help the homeless, saying, I was 11 when I first visited a homeless shelter with my mother, who in her own imitable style was determined to shine a light on an overlooked, misunderstood problem. The fascination with the people's princess enduring, now reaching a new generation. I'm sure we all know Princess Diana's iconic black sheep sweater. Her life and death depicted on the big and small screen. The greatest highlight has been, well, meeting all of you. We're seeing more now than ever before Diana's story being retold around the world. So there's never really been a more important time to remind people of who she really was. And I think that's something that's very important to William and Harry. It is so true. And I mean, oh my gosh, this next season of The Crown is not going to be a good one for Charles. This is where it all comes out about his whole thing with Camilla and everything. This next season. Oh, Princess uh -oh. Diana will haunt him still. <laughs> I kind of like that. I do kind of like that. Okay, we are live at the Minnesota State Fair. This is Lori and Julie on my talk. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are live at on this swassy day at the Minnesota State Fair. <laughs> and... Um, here we are, and seriously, a friend of ours was sitting here that we know very well, mm -hmm. and she wants to know my whole story about Jeff and everything, and I'm like, well, if you listen to August 21st <laughs> on the podcast for the very first hour, you can hear the whole story. No, we want to hear it right now, and I'm like, too bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. It's no, because she tells me she goes on walks, and she's wearing a, a podcaster shirt, and I'm like, what? And she goes, you should listen to this show. And she's like, you should listen to our show. I mean, like, we you do You can this hear the... The marriage story. Right. I'm not, I'm not going to repeat it right now for you. I'm like, come on. It was such a diss. And she didn't really even get that she was dissing us so bad. I know. They've been drinking. They didn't care. I guess. Even before. They didn't even really want to hear your story. They were I know. just doing it to and, be and polite. And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you anyway. I don't want, <laughs> That's right. 
I don't want to waste my words. It's too hot today. It, That's will, it right. will be playing on Monday during our best of, so you'll be able to catch oh, will it. it? Oh, that's right. We don't have to work on Monday. No, so you'll catch it there. We'll have that. We've got the Mike Love interview for that. We've got your reaction oh, to going up on stage. A lot of fun stuff for the Monday's best of. Oh, oh you've been you. hard at work, Grant. Yeah, I got thank some you, stuff Grant. For you you yeah. gotta do some producing type of situations <laughs> to do well, that best of. Show. By the way, that's. His- I know that is his job, but I'm always marveled that somebody does We love does it when it. you do your job. It's right. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Venice Film, Film Festival kicked off today, and the first movie that's going to be showing is called White Noise, and it's with Adam Driver and Greta Gerwig. And, and her husband, Noah Bambach, directed, directed it. it. I love seeing him on the red carpet, but the person I almost fell on the floor was Regé Jean Page in a patterned black tuxedo that almost looked like it was bird feathers. It was seemed so cool. Right. And he is so dapper and oh, handsome. Really and Julianne Moore in a jeweled gown with a cape that tied right at the neck. I was like having fourth grade, you know, fever. I was so excited that a grown up lady was wearing a cape, a sequined. Did but you what see a that? great idea for neck strategy. Yeah, you know, she, it was just this beautifully tied and it was sheer. I mean, it's stunning. Tomorrow you'll have to post some of these, Grant, but it made me so happy because she's on the juror. She's a juror. So, you know, who's going to win the the Golden Lion. But I was just there for the photos, and I'm there for... I had to find out what day. It was. Don't worry, darling. Oh, what day is it? September 5th. Okay, so, so next week. So it's towards the end, yeah. because there's so much drama well, around there, that movie. The, the publicist is breathing a sigh of relief because when Olivia Wilde gave a very... Very chatty Relaxed. interview to the Hollywood Tacky. Reporter. I told you it wasn't. You're like, oh, Julia, it was you're so sensitive. Yeah, but it, you were right. She spilled too right. much. And then Shia LaBeouf said, "I, you didn't, you know, fire me. I quit." And then he had the receipts of her actually calling him and saying, "Please don't quit the movie." Didn't look good. And Florence Pugh. I mean, let's just say when things unravel, they unravel fast. So the publicist for "Don't Worry, Darlene," who should be worried, Darlene. Um, they're glad that it's not happening till next week because there's no way people can avoid asking Olivia Wilde about all this drama. Her her star of her movie isn't speaking to her, Florence Pugh. And she refuses. She's only doing press for the Venice Film Festival. That is it for this movie. She refuses to talk to her. A couple of early reviews have come in and said they need to be worried about more than just this movie, uh, the drama behind the scenes, because it's not that good. It's kind of a Stepford Wife remake. That's and her- unfortunately, Harry Styles and I... Okay, but here's I listened, the classic. No, I listened... No, Okay, Julia, he speaks in a British and an American accent. He goes back and forth. It's like lady exercise. Make up your mind. Okay, but here's the best. So we have a shuttle bus that takes us from Hubbard um, every day, every half hour on the hour. So we run into people from all the different Hubbard properties, which would be KS95, Channel 5, Channel 45, Twin Cities Live, blah, blah, blah. I met Ben Lieber yesterday. Boy, does he smell good. Mm, By mm, the way, the new co-host he with Elizabeth Reese. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All of a sudden, he smelled so good. He looks he good, on. He does. Yes. And, but on the way home, we are with Harry Styles' number one fan that used to work directly with us in our department, but works in a different department. And she is... 
I mean, like, she can't She's breathe. She's a very styler. She is. She can't breathe. She's so crazy in love with them. <laughs> and, I mean, like, literally would tell Lori and I everything five days before it would happen because she's so such a super fan. But she says, I love him more than life itself. You know that. You guys know that. You've known me for, like, four years. But he can't act. Uh-oh. And why is he doing this? And for her to diss him, I was so stunned. I thought, wow. Because she watched the same trailer that I did. It's very in disconcerting. The- <laughs> He's playing an American and It was 1950s. only released for two people, the trailer, Lori and no, Andrew. But, but we saw it. We saw it. We listened to it. We heard it. We listened and we're like, why? We could get, you could get the clip, Grant. Yeah, I'll look the for trailer. it. I mean, he, he's speaking in a British accent, and then he slightly talks like an American, and then back to British. And the whole time, all you're thinking is, it's Harry Styles. He's in the Stepford Wife kind of a thing. And Florence Pugh is freaking out because she thinks Olivia Wilde is serving, serving up her female orgasms on, literally on a dining room table. And that she's being used for sexual clickbait. I mean, and, the, the and, drama of this Don't Worry Darling, everyone is worried about this movie. And the other thing besides Florence Pugh being mad that Olivia's timeline with the new boyfriend and the old boyfriend oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. was blurry. She also says that she was so mad that Olivia Wilde was absent during so much of the filming. Oh, dear. He, I, she... There were tense conversations. These people don't get along. I can't wait for this press oh. release. This is the one we need front row seats. And it's I, unraveling and unraveling. I just can't wait to watch the body language of Harry Styles, Olivia Wilde pretending they don't like each other, Florence Pugh pretending she's all in. Yeah. Um, who's the handsome one with the eyes? Oh, beautiful blue eyes. Captain Kirk. Who's Captain Kirk? The oh, young Chris Captain Kirk. Evan, not Chris, Chris Evans. No. Um, Chris Pratt. Come no, on. Chris. Chris Mm. Pine. 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 Yeah. And he's going to be in it. Right. Oh. But, I mean, she brought up Jason Sudeikis in this interview. She said, there's a reason why I left that relationship. She got very... You were all I was okay all excited about and it. Like, that is the worst thing a, a, yeah, a, I know. a parent can do. You yeah. never, ever do that. Anyway, she, she's really Just regretting it. Just say I was right. Yeah, so, you were right, Julia. Oh, God, we heard it. Here is a clip that the internet has found where he goes back and forth a little bit from the trailer. I couldn't... This is from... Don't worry, darling, which officially we're worrying, darling. There we, we go. Are. Let's okay. hear it. Opportunity. Hold on. And if you not everyone gets this opportunity. And if you keep talking like this, you're gonna put it all at risk. You're worried about a demotion? That's what you're worried about? Our life. Alice, our life together. This. Good. We could lose this. Not everyone gets this opportunity. Yeah, it goes right at the end there. He goes into not. Yeah, but it's at the. It starts heavy British, and then at the end, he's like, "We could lose this," and it sounds a little New Yorker. You know. Uh, I think she cast him because she had the hots for him. I would do that. Uh, I'm gonna just be honest. If I was a director and I had the opportunity to cast the hottest rock star in in my movie, I might take that. I might do that. Yeah, I know, but I mean, I don't know how anyone can resist asking Olivia Wilde some tough questions. The same way we resist asking Tom Cruise tough questions, like how did you dump your daughter? She's gonna get asked because she brought all this up. I know she did. She stepped into it, so she created it. So anyway, Julia, it's. Gonna be drama. We're here for the drama. We're here for the drama. This is what one a story. I have no respect for her. I know. You I told, told you. This. I've you. told you. You do not say that stuff when you share children with someone else. 
Well, there's class and there's declasse. I mm-hmm. hope they let Chris Pine do all the interviews, and I hope Harry takes a minute off of his Madison Square Garden. I hope he has to be there. Well, he does have to be. There. He's the only there call. 15 days. Remember? Right, but it's through like oh yeah, the end of September. So he's scattered. He's got time off. He's going to Venice. I hope he wears a blouse. But he's wore, he wore a blouse the last time he was there. I hope he wears a sequin. He wore dress. a sheer Gucci, like frilly, amazing blouse, you know, that man or woman or Iman could wear. And he wore it, and oh, geez. He okay. can really rock a blouse, Harry. I admire everything about that look. That whole, you know, Mick Jagger could do that too. Remember, mm-hmm. we saw him in a mesh shirt? Oh, that was a highlight. Okay, okay, oh gosh. Somehow we've gotten from Harry to Mick Jagger, Always, Sharon Stone, and then the Real Housewives. Can yeah. I tell you? And then repeat. Yeah. And I wonder why our dear friend listens to another podcast. Julia. Julia. <laughs> okay, when we come back, there's a lot of juicy music news about one of Lori's favorites. Mm-hmm. And she, now this is another interview where you wonder do people not think that they. Their kids would care what they say? Oh, Julia, no. Apparently not. Yeah, no, the answer is no. We'll be way back. This is Lori and Julia. Dancer for Cher, Julia. Oh, that'd be a dream come true. I, I'm sorry that that ever happened because suddenly you think you could do all these things. I know. Cramped. I'm so <laughs> delusional. Ego. I'm so <laughs> delusional. I just okay. I'd uh, like I'd like another thing that you repeat that you said yesterday for you to say I was wrong. About what now? Madonna never had a relationship with Weird Al Yankovic. Well, this is why it shocked us so much because we I hadn't said heard it about never, it. There's no but way we saw it in the trailer for the Madonna for this Weird Al doing, Yankovic. It's all these spoofs. All right. Well, I didn't so that know was that. another. One. I got all excited I just know, thinking like, about it. No, that one doesn't excite me. <laughs> well, the reason we're playing Cher and then we'll go back to Madonna. So it's a good Madonna story, and this is a great Cher story. So. um... For some re- reason, you know, people love to make comparisons to other people. We had Rolling Stone. They called the Harry Styles the king of pop. They That's Michael Jackson's title. People have called you Phyllis Tiller, me, yeah, Carol Channing, Channing old, right. old ladies. Old, old ladies. Really yeah. goes over well. We love that one. But <laughs> someone tweeted um, a, a, a photo of Dua Lipa accepting a Grammy Award and said, Dua Lipa, the share of our generation. And Cher, who's very active on Twitter, she just replied to it and she said, how many years are in a generation with kind of a thinking phase? And I thought, that's right. That's a good one. Because there's only one Cher, and when Dua Lipa sells 100 million albums and has a number one hit in six different decades, maybe people will call... Other people, the Dua Lipa of that generation. Right. You that's, know, but there's only one Cher. I thought that was good. It was so good. And Cher's mom is really well, Georgia. Yeah, Just, we were worried. Yes, and, we were. And she had lipstick on and they had a glass of champagne. I love following Cher on Twitter. And so is Dr. Ruth. She's 94. Oh, she was at the U.S. She Open sitting, having a lively conversation with Bill Clinton. She did. She was. I would have loved to have heard what they were talking about. I, well, Grant's going to tell us maybe. Okay. Okay, so here's the deal. Madonna loves attention. And She's got a new album out. Yeah, I know. Her, you know. Okay, so now she has come out and said that she regrets both of her marriages. I watched this whole interview. It was on YouTube, and they had the strangest filter, and she seemed to be running around a horse paddock. <laughs> 
I'm completely Was she gone. galloping? She just had a blazer on. What was the filter on her face? I, she looked great. I loved her side part. I love Madonna in a side part. Oh, I hate that straight down the middle. I love a side part. She was frolicking. You know, she was being, being very happy, but it was a weird YouTube uh, where this disembodied, almost love island voice was asking Madonna questions, and she was just being petulant, like she kind of, uh, that's her attitude, and answering many questions with the same boring answer, which was sex. What did you have for breakfast? Sex. What did you, what's your favorite guilty pleasure? Sex. What's, I mean, but Madonna has always been all about sex. She did a book called Sex, and she was bare frontal naked. Her, her new boyfriend's 23. Oh, does she have a new yes, one? I it, love it. Was it was in the article. She's 64, he's 23. Yeah. But so she- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She has children with one of her husband's guy. Oh, what do you regret? Yep. She said my two marriages. My two marriages. I just think... Come on. Oh, Julia. I have no problem with that. I, I have do. no problem do. with that. You're you're so Judge Judy. You no, think? I only am about like. No, if you have children with if somebody. If my mom and dad oh said God. that that they regret being married, and you're their love child, I don't like that. I don't think my that's... dad has said that, and it doesn't bother me a bit. Well, it bothers yeah, us. Yeah, I siblings. mean, you know, he's like has your dad said that. I mean, that's horrible. But he does not like my mom, and I have decided to not fight him on this. You know, he gets to feel how he unusual. gets to feel. I, I, I mean, I'm very understanding, Julia, much more than you are. Yeah. Yeah. And then but so she, it was very flippant, the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. I and want, it was like that's going to be our video tomorrow. You're going to gallop around on top of Grant's and answer in the rapid office, questions. And I'm going to, Grant. I'm I in. think Grant Let's left. go. Let's do it. I mean, like, Grant, you've got the horsey costume and still like somewhere. And like she said, yeah. what's your zodiac sign? Sex. You know, so she wasn't very inspired to do this video. And why did she do it? Well, because she has um, this essential collection, this dance thing that she wants people to buy. Have you, let me ask you, you're her number one fan. I, Julia, no, I just asked the lady to play it for me. <laughs> you know. You won't even buy it, and you're her number one fan. I, you know what? I don't... I don't own an iPod. I don't. I no longer have a, uh, what do you call it, a CD player in my right. car. I have a boombox at my house, which if I ever do some kind of a horrible chore, um, like cleaning my closet. Imagine. Uh, imagine. I And I also have a CD thing upstairs in Casey and I's bedroom. So I do play that, but I'm not going to go buy. I'm not investing anymore. I'm wondering what to do with my 300 CDs. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm not I'm not encumbering myself with physical music anymore, is what I'm saying. You have you're you're joining the new generation. They feel the same way. I yeah. like physical music because I like it to work when I want it to work. Yes, I know. I'm, I'm music lazy. On satellites. Yeah, I'm music lazy. So anyway, I, of course, Madonna regrets her marriage to Sean Penn. That was like a real 
first marriage mistake, and there were no kids. He tied her to a chair at their place in Malibu. But then they pretend they're friends two years ago, and on and off they're friends. But now enough time has gone by, and all right, fine. I'm not going to fight you on this. I just think. She's a nutty woman. Yeah, but I feel like it was late 80s. Cocaine was involved. Jealousy. Um, Madonna doesn't strike me as somebody who um, hides her flirting. And he seemed like he was red hot mad all the time. Because they were so photographed. Mm -hmm. It was them and then John F. Kennedy Jr. Everyone wanted those pictures. And Princess Diana. And Princess Diana. That really, that was was the revolving people covers. Those were our three celebrities. It was. Mm Mm-hmm. So anyway, so Madonna... Throw in Katie Couric. Yeah. And Guy Ritchie, you know, they never made sense. Remember, she talked with an English accent when she married him, and they lived in the manor, and she learned how she to ride side saddle, and she, she completely, completely changed. Had a, and I kind of admired it. It sort of lady exercise, you know, admires her from afar, just how she was able to morph into another person, and she became Glory. somebody else. She's magical that way, Madonna. You know, because now she's left uh, that lady of the manor way behind. Like, mm-hmm. She had a little Hilaria Baldwin in her when she changed that accent. Huh? Yes, oh, honey, totally. She did. <laughs> and, and she was like, and we're like, okay, girl, you're from Michigan, you know. But she and Guy Ritchie, we were always like, she was in her Hollywood phase. Right. I thought she looked so glamorous in all the four, when they were together. Yeah. I, I really I, loved her. Remember look. when they got married in the castle? Oh, and she had a she side had that, part. And she had on the <laughs> wedding gown with the fur. Oh, beautiful. I, gosh, we will remember what she wore. Yeah. Okay. You know, so anyways. So, I just couldn't wait. I, every time I see it, I just think, oh. But she did say, she did answer the question, what would you have been if you weren't a singer, dancer? And she said, I would have been a teacher. And I thought, all right, maybe a music teacher, and you'd call her Ms. Ciccone. Mm-hmm. Her, you know, because you always sure. called your elementary school teachers Miss. I think, do they still do that? Yeah, I Are don't they know. on first name basis? No, I, hope, I have no idea. I, I think they still no. call their teachers Miss. They better. Or Mr. Okay, all right. Who knows? I would hope so. Yeah. I, you know, you have kind of vivid memories every once in a while of like a third or fourth grade oh, teacher. 100%. Or kindergarten teachers. Oh, man. <laughs> I loved my kindergarten teacher because she was so, we had piano every day. <laughs> every day. And we had a nap and grain crackers and milk. I went in the oh. olden days, obviously. Oh, but, yours um, is different than mine. I had Sister Dale, the nun. Oh, and she was whoo, mean. Was she mean? mean? She was a mean machine. I oh, loved no. her. But man, she had a, a ruler. She grabbed your ear. And I mean, I, this was back in the late 80s. Oh, wow. No, no, no. This, this, my lady was my kindergarten. I can't remember her name anymore, but I remember. I have a couple of fond kindergarten memories. Grant and you aren't old enough to hear them yet. Don't. don't. (laughs) You're not old enough to hear them. Don't. We've got to move on. I famously told this story once on the air. Don't, 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 don't. It's such a good one. I'll just say it involves the song Oh Susanna. Uh huh. And sitting cross legged. Okay, so Florida Georgia Line (laughs) is um, getting ready for their concert tonight. Yeah, they sound good. I bet it's going to, a lot of people are going to go because it is, you know, towards 
towards the end because they've announced that they're splitting and up. And the one guy already has a good new single out in an album. We played yeah, it a couple we weeks did. ago and it was a good song. So they're going to probably both profile their solo things right. and they probably got a great band. Right. I have no idea who's opening. Low Cut Connie is playing at the Laney Lodge. At 8.30. Yeah, that's oh. the hipster. Yes. So it's going to be it'll mm-hmm. be a fun night out here tonight because yes, it it's going to be perfect weather. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Lori and Julia. We are broadcasting live from the Minnesota State Fair. When we come back, we've got some Minnesota classics joining us on stage, um, and um, they're they're fun. We'll be right back.